Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the unconscious patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Don't we all want to get what we want and usually as quickly as possible or get away from things that we don't want? Also, the sooner the better. We all have things that we'd prefer, and for many, things we think we need to experience in order to feel comfortable, happy, safe, fulfilled, and so on. Today we're exploring what informs what it is that we think we want, how to have and experience more that is in greater alignment with us, and as we get higher in frequency resonance, how this all changes. And after the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration associated with this episode is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. Let's dive in. So Karen, is frequency work a way of getting what you want? You know, it's funny. A lot of people start frequency work because they want something else or something different. Mm -hmm. And it can be, actually. So um, a lot of people, for example, will come because they would come to into frequency work because they want to change something in their lives, right? And different things that they've tried haven't worked. Mm -hmm. And so they're looking for a new way of getting to where it is they want to go. So whether it's they would like to have better relationships, more abundance, uh, whether they'd like to release some stuff on the physical level, um, they would like to change their careers, feel more fulfilled, feel more happiness, whatever it is, they come in with a certain idea of what it is that they want, right? That's mm -hmm. why they begin. Yeah. And what's interesting is that uh, they start to get what they want. Not necessarily exactly in the way they envision it. So here's the funny thing. If someone has, and I'm sure you encounter this in your own work too, because she is an acupuncturist, mm -hmm. but a lot of people have an idea or an expectation of what getting what they want looks like. Like I, uh, in order to be successful, I'm going to have a partner He's going to look like this. He's going to be this. He's definitely going to be taller than me. He's going to be doing the, you know, whatever it is that he does and what, you know, all of his like, whatever. Right. So it's funny because um, this journey in frequency work is, um, will often get you to that place of what it is that you want by releasing the distortion patterns that prevent you from accessing it. And it also addresses the distortion patterns that kept you in that place in the first place. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah. So all the fear or the low self-worth or the worry or the anxiety or whatever it is, your lineage patterns, social, like cultural conditioning, whatever it is that causes you to experience what you experience, which is often a form of lack in some way, right? Or lack of access to something. Mm -hmm that starts to shift because you release the distortion patterns that prevent you from being your infinite or limitless self, mm. which has access to everything. Okay. So um, yes, it definitely can be a way of doing that. And my, um, uh, it's interesting because the more people hang on to their expectation of what exactly, exactly, exactly it should look like, the harder it is for them to have success. I know it sounds terrible, but it's true. Because that's not how things work on spirit level. It's not necessarily linear. Mm -hmm. 
And it may be that the perfect partner for you is not, you know, two inches taller than you with, you know, a certain eye color and who does this for a living and has this kind of car and whatever. It could be someone who's actually two inches shorter than you mm -hmm. and totally is opposite to what you ever would experience and is so much fun, makes you laugh and takes you on all these adventures that you never would have gone on in your life, you know? Yes. So, yeah. So yeah. it sounds like what you're saying is there's an element of surrender here. Yeah. Getting out of the way. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I know firsthand too that when you're manifesting or wanting to create things, you can have a vision and a feeling of what you want it to be. And then yeah. you try to like take away the how. Yeah. And also just surrender after that. Like, yeah. I want to be happy with a partner. Yes. Boom. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Bring it in, whatever it is. <laughs> it looks like, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. So yeah. there's that back away okay, from yeah, exactly, which is huge. And I, the, the wonderful thing about whatever begins your journey into frequency work, which starts with a getting what you want because that's why you begin often, or getting away from what you don't want is another reason that people also start. And um, what happens is, and you've noticed this, I think, in yourself, is what you want changes because your thoughts and emotions change, because you're releasing distortion patterns that create who you think you are, but actually aren't really you. They're just things that condition you to certain thoughts, emotions, experience, a certain life around you. When you start to release those, everything starts to shift because the physical reality mirrors what happens on frequency level. Frequency level happens first. I know it's hard for people to understand. Like if I just change my mindset or if I change my thoughts, then things will change. You have to change the frequency first because your physical reality, what you think and what you feel, is a mirror for what you are on frequency level. So you have to change there first mm. for your or you're not only what you physically experience to change, but how you perceive it to change. So the frequency that you emit mm -hmm. is what dictates your thoughts and feelings. Yeah, and how clear it is. So for yeah. example, the higher your frequency resonance, to take what you said, the higher your mm -hmm. frequency resonance, the clearer you are. So meaning you have less distortion. Okay. So therefore, you will start to um, be more and more like, Remember more and more your own brilliance. Remember more and more who you truly are as infinite indestructible consciousness. Now remember, or remember, or realize that, that the word infinite is a really big deal because we think of ourselves as very finite. You know, we think of ourselves as like, we have lack. Yeah. We have like, in getting what we want, the reason we want it is because we don't have it. Yeah. <laughs> Hence the <laughs> yeah. Therefore, there is lack of some kind. Yeah. So um, part of this journey as you release your distortion patterns and you gain more distance from your thoughts and emotions and what you want shifts, it's odd. You start to get what you want, but you also start to get, not but, and you also start to get freedom because you start to become free of those thoughts and emotions that kept you in that lack pattern in the first place. Mm. You start to reclaim your infiniteness. You start to reclaim your brilliance. You recognize the divinity within. When you do that, you start to realize having certain things doesn't fulfill me. It's fun. It's totally enjoyable. It's extremely pleasurable and is a celebration of life. But that's not what fulfills me, mm. right? What fulfills me is my own internal strength, my awareness of who I am on spirit level, my connection to pure source, which is really the most important thing. So, and it's really funny, I had this... Um, client who's a very nice person. When I first met her, actually she was extraordinarily awkward. 
like when I first met her, like as a person, mm-hmm. very, very awkward and um, didn't really sustain eye contact, kind of jittery, mm-hmm. like, whoa. Very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable in herself. Yeah. Okay. That was about two years ago. And now, and, and she has a very, very strong mind. Okay. So lots of thoughts, always wants to know how, is she doing something wrong? Should she be under, like, she needs to understand everything, right? That's very much her brain. Mm-hmm. Okay. And as she's done more and more frequency work, her questions have gotten less and less. And now what's amazing is she has so much more joyfulness because she's free of all of that mind chatter, all that self-talk. So like, mm. for example, she'll even, um, even what she will uh, post, over, she's a, um, tends to be somebody who's in the public eye. Uh-huh. So she'll post herself being imperfect she never would do that before. Mm-hmm. And she posts herself um, uh, pictures of herself. Not that she has to do this, but it's just, it's interesting. Because yeah, what she, it's a reflection, it's a different of, reflection of who she is. Yeah. And like, she'll like, you know, be like rocking out. And she's not a perfect singer. She knows that, but she's just having fun. And mm-hmm. she's okay letting people see her in her imperfection. So mm-hmm. my point is, it's um, her freedom is in, because it's her joyfulness of her expression of her. Yeah. You know? That is so like amazing for me to witness. Mm, yeah. That's really beautiful. Yeah. That's hard for a lot of us. Yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. for someone coming in so not there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And she's not doing other things. Like this is the main thing she's doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's the main thing she's doing. <sighs> yeah. yeah. So it's amazing. I mean, like, of course she does other um, you know, physical things to help her in her physical sure, mentality sure. and stuff but like that. Th- but this is like you said, addressing the root. root of the and issue. this is what you get. Look, yeah. You know, yeah. it's pretty wild. Yeah, it's totally Yeah, wild. it almost sounds like manifestation maturity. You know, it's like instead of uh, creating what you want from a place of not having it mm-hmm. or longing, mm-hmm. it's like knowing your brilliance, knowing your worth, mm-hmm. and creating that way with the surrender piece. Yes. Like, doesn't that feel more mature? Yeah. Yeah. And richer than, yeah, than richer. prior. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And also stronger. Right. Because you know, right? Because you know your own brilliance and you know and you trust. You're like, even if there's a period where you're like, Man, it like seem things seem to slow down, or it's you know what I mean. You're like something's happening where it's like, let's just imagine you being you have your own business, you're making a certain amount of money, and then things slow down, and you're like, oh my god, like uh oh, right? Mm-hmm. Like that could seem scary, mm-hmm. but then if you have a certain like you said of creation, manifestation, maturity, and you're trying to create manifest, but nothing's coming in, there's that level of surrender. Like okay, something else is coming. I don't know what it is, yes. but I trust that it's coming. Yeah. And I don't need to know what that is. Like you have enough internal strength in, in a, and um, awareness of your connection to pure source that it's like you don't need to know yet. Mm-hmm. It's coming. You're in the surrender to the yet unknown. And is that that void space you speak of in other? Yeah. Okay. You could go into that uh, void space or the or yet. Or the death space. Yes, exactly. Right. The, yeah. That moment of pause where there is no action, action. per se. Yeah. And that's hard for the mind. Yes. The mind wants to know. Yes. It doesn't do well with unknowns. Very <laughs> difficult with the unknown. Yeah. Yes. And so when you're in that period of, when I, I said that in, incorrectly, it, when it's the yet to be known. So when you're in sure. the unknown, in the yet to be known, mm-hmm. it can be very uncomfortable. But as you do more and more frequency work, and as your frequency resonance rises, you get to be stronger internally, and you can be in that surrender from strength and just be like, okay, well, mm-hmm. I fear this fear of like, I don't know. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm allowed to feel that. I'm going to confirm that removal, mm-hmm. move through it. You mm-hmm. know? So it's really awesome. And I feel like then instead of the focus, and I've noticed this in, in everyone who's like, first of all, I just want to say, you can stop whenever you want. 
So there are people who start with frequency work and their world starts to shift, right? Relationships get better, they have more money, they start to have different career paths, whatever changes, right? Whatever it looks like for them. And then they're like, I'm good. Like, everything's changed. Like, I feel really good. My life is mm -hmm. awesome. And then they stop. Mm -hmm. And that's wonderful. So you can stop there. Some people are like, well, it's this awesome. What else what is more? Is there? <laughs> what else is there to experience? Mm -hmm. Right. So then people start to realize, wait a minute. It's not so much about this physical stuff, which is awesome, but it really is about awakening. Like what as consciousness and body can I experience? What can that be like? What is possible, you know, for me as a human? And it changes the game. Now, what I want to just mention is that. If you don't address the mind, you get to a point in your frequency resonance where people start to shift in terms of what they want. So they don't no longer want like a new car. Yeah. Okay. Like that's not the thing that they need to have mm -hmm. to feel good, you know, or safe or whatever. But they start to want different things. Like um, I want to be awakened, or I really want abilities to come in, or do you see what I'm saying? It's still a want. It's not mundane yep. necessarily but they still are driving towards something because they feel like they're on the cusp of getting somewhere, and so they're driving themselves towards it. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's still a strong need, and so this is coming from the mind, and it's what is it showing? It's showing a lack, right? Like, I don't feel complete because I'm not awakened, or I don't have the abilities, or I don't fill in the blank. It doesn't really matter what the thingy is, mm -hmm. okay? So therefore, their mind is driving them, so they're using frequency work to try to get somewhere that their mind thinks they need to go or need to have. Exactly, that. to be complete. Right. Right? If you get to a certain level of frequency resonance and you, this has not been resolved, meaning that you're trying to, with your mind, use frequency work to get to those things, it can create a tremendous distortion in your field. Because what happens is you have you resonating at a very high level and spirit level. You're still doing the work, right? It's still happening at frequency resonance, but you haven't resolved this mind piece of lack where you're trying to use your will to get somewhere because fundamentally you feel like you're not enough, mm. right? That creates tremendous polarization in the system. Why? Because at that high level, really surrender from strength is the state to be in, right? The more you use your will to push, that's not surrender, right? So surrender and pushing with your will are kind of opposite. <laughs> you can yes. get more opposite. <laughs> Basically, places to be because one's really from the mind and pushing, and the other is to surrender only to pure source. So, like I'm saying, you can create a tremendous amount of polarity in your field. And people, when they get to um, a certain level, I've, I've seen it in like just a couple of people where they start to uh, detox really hard because their system comes out of coherence really hard. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. You've got a very high resonance and then a very low one, and they start to do this to the system, mm -hmm. right? Because they can't sustain. So what do you have to do? So to resolve it is to be like, okay, well, you're actually not in surrender. You're, does that make sense? The two frequencies are very opposing sure. to each other. Yeah. So to resolve it, you have to address the mind. You have to address the fear. Like, what are you afraid of that you feel like you, you, you know what I mean? Keep pushing. keep pushing to get here, right. you know? And so once you resolve that by dealing, going through the fire of looking at those distortions, usually it's fear and attachment, honestly, because we're human. Like, Generally speaking, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. And it's it can be terrifying, right? To look at some of those patterns of like scarcity or um, not enoughness or loss or whatever it is, those heavy things. Mm -hmm. 
you have to go through the fire of dealing with those things that caused the lack in the first place. Then you have resolution, and all of a sudden now the system can spin up into a higher level order. Make sense? Yeah. But it's really our minds that hold on that create that kind of. Yeah. So yeah, I have two blood. questions. Sure. One would be, how how might someone know they're in that when mm -hmm. they're in it? Yeah. And two, what's your thought on surrender versus apathy? And yeah. You know, we need some kind of action. But yeah. when is that action too much will from the mind? Mind, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great question. So the first one is how do you know you're in that state? Most people, so I just want to caveat this by saying most people, as they start to ascend, go into surrender because you're kind of forced into it, actually. Just that happens. Yeah. yeah. So you're kind of like going along. That's a good point, and that's yeah. very true. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about it too much, okay? Yeah. So it doesn't, so just know that it doesn't happen to most people. Yeah. Okay. So the reason you'll know that you're in it is because you'll hit this period where you can't seem to, you're in a really super heavy detox and you can't seem to get out of it, okay? Mm -hmm. So you're, tr you're trying to push yourself to get out of it. So you'll feel tension, right? You're trying to push yourself to resolve it, but it doesn't resolve. And you're like, you're forcing. Does that make sense? Yeah. And there's nothing, like you're kind of hitting walls. Yep. Make sense? That's a good, that's a good point. So yep. hitting walls, feeling like you're pushing up against, against something. Not flowing. Yes. Not <laughs> in flow. Not in flow. Oh, yes, exactly. Okay. And then other people, um, they physically start to feel not good. Um, it, that can happen as well. Yeah. Um, so that is, and um, also um, people can start to like, um, disassociate from their bodies. Like they feel a little bit depressed because they can't, because very high resonance, very low resonance of the mind. So it's creating this distortion in the field. Okay, it's very polarized. So some people like go into depression because it's like, I can't get out. Yeah. Right? And so they disassociate from the joy of being human because they're just like, Ugh, right? This is like, it's too polarized. It doesn't feel good. It feels crappy. Yeah, right? I'm out. I'm right. out. Yeah. I check out. Yeah. So that's what a lot of people will do. Not a lot of people. I mean, there's not that many people who have experienced this. So anyway, but that is what I've noticed that people will do, and okay. so that you'll know that you're in that state. Thank you. Cool. Yeah. So now, how the second question yeah, was? Yeah, like apathy versus, versus action. action. Yes. How is when is that action too mind driven? Because we we you know we all create manifest, and you know we hear of stories of like not you don't want to just sit there and wait for something to fall on your lap yeah right like some yeah. people consider that to be surrender yeah um but like you always say there's free will and there's action involved yeah so yeah when do you know you've crossed the, the line, line and too much head yeah. will yeah yeah so uh i'll answer for me personally so mm -hmm. how i know that i'm exerting too much will is because i can't stop thinking about it so i'll obsess uh, i'll notice that, like i'm like i'm thinking about this a lot that's a good that's like way idea. too much, yeah. you know? Like this is not neutrality. <laughs> you yeah. know? Like okay. when you're fixated on something. Yep. Yeah. So that's one indicator that you're, um, so when you fall your, find yourself out of center, out of neutral, that's one indicator that you are um, not in a good place um, and that it's your will. Okay. Because okay. if you were really neutral, you wouldn't be pushing, right? You would just be right. allow it to happen. I mean, yeah. you might take action, but and then you, you and then you, you would let on. it go. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Carry on with the day. There's yeah, no like over over and over and over. Like, oh my god, is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? Right, I'm going to research and keep it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I'm going to calculate stuff. Whatever. <laughs> that is an indication that you're forcing. That's good. Okay. So when you notice yourself, you're attached. That's a good thing. Um, the other thing uh, to note, anyway, mm -hmm. um, and then. Your other question was, how do you, what's the difference between apathy and, and surrender? Yeah, surrender. Yeah. Okay, so apathy to me is very different from surrender. So apathy is actually very opposite to surrender because to me, apathy is a disconnection because you don't care. So you feel separate from. 
Yeah. Surrender is when you feel like you're part of the whole. So meaning you feel your awareness or you're aware of your connection to pure source, okay, on whatever level you feel that. And you're like, I know that I'm part of the one. I don't understand exactly how it all works, but I don't need to. Mm. But I'm gonna keep following. Right? I'm just going to keep following. Mm -hmm. So I'm not forcing it, but I'm in action, right? So it's yeah, like... you're not if, just sitting, sitting there. Sitting there, right. So if someone's like, um, you know, you, for example, want to do something or um, for, we'll take you as an example. So you want to buy a new home, mm -hmm. right? Example. And um, you need to make more income. And you're like, okay, well, is this home going to work out for me or not, right? Mm -hmm. And you'll get little signs like, mm -hmm. you know, the job will show up and you will move in that space mm -hmm. or whatever it is, or your offer will be accepted and then you move to like have the off to support, have the income to support that offer, whatever it is. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? That's a flowy action yes. example. Yeah. It's exactly. not like, well, I'm not even going to put in an offer sure. because yes. it'll just come to me whenever. whenever it's I like, want. no, you need to make an action and then let it go. Go and see what happens. Right. It's like you're letting the universe decide. Right. Right. So you do your little part, part moving the, the chest yeah, piece. Exactly. And then you sit down. Yeah, and then you see what happens. Yeah. And then you follow what happens. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And I always, um, I call it, I call it letting the universe decide. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for it, even though it can be scary sometimes. You know, you like put something out there and you're like. Yeah. Oh God, how this works. <laughs> right? And you're like, okay, well, the universe is going to decide and you'll know pretty quickly. Yeah. You know, do I move forward or not? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Thank you. That's a great, yeah. a great answer to that. So, yeah. so in short, frequency work can get you what you want. Yeah. And, and more. And more. <laughs> and what you want can often change. Yeah. And then surrender is a huge piece. There. Yes. Yeah. And if you don't surrender, which most of you will do, okay? So most of you naturally, watching this yeah. will naturally do it, so don't worry about it too much. Yeah. And surrender really is a really huge key piece because it will, you will have to surrender at some point, whether it's along the way or sort of at the end in a more sort of um, intense experience, let's call it that. Mm -hmm. um, but surrender is key. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Thank you, Karen. Thank you. For those of you who are new, we're about to start the Group Frequency Calibration, or GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down, or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find that they go into varying degrees of altered state. Please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay, here we go. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for getting what you want. All right, so the intention behind this particular GFC, because this is of course quite a deep topic, has to do with attachment, okay? And our uh, uh, 
there are different levels of attachment depending on what it is that you think you want and what it represents to you and the meaning of it and all this sort of thing. So this is an introductory GFC. So you can start to see how much att attachment you have for different things and start to release the attachment that you have um, of what it is that you want, okay? Which ironically keeps you from having it. All right, so here we go. Becoming aware of your body. And as you become aware of your body, becoming aware of the backs of your legs. So from your butt all the way down to the backs of your heels. Just becoming aware of the entire back surface of both of your legs. Mm -hmm. So if you knew what that means is uh, not only bringing your attention to this part of the body, but noticing what uh, clothing may be touching this part of the body. If you're uh, bare-legged, and on a piece of furniture, the texture of whatever your backs of the legs are touching, whether the backs of the legs are cool or warm. Just bring your attention to this part of the body. Good. And now bringing your attention, please, to the very top of your skull. Notice what that means to you. Okay, so I just said the top of the skull. So notice how far down the skull that is for you. If you're concerned about whether or not you're getting that right or wrong. If you include the hair and the scalp or if it's just the bone. None of these things are right or, or wrong. When you start to become aware of what it is that you do with your focus and your attention based on a suggestion you start to become familiar with habituation, which takes you out of the present moment often. Okay, so just becoming aware of this top of the skull. Good. And now becoming aware, please, of your breath. Just noticing your breath at first without changing it. Just noticing it for a couple of breaths. And then after a couple of breaths, allowing your breath to deepen, to become more full, more elongated, to fill up even more of the body. Yep. And then becoming aware of your surroundings. 
And as you become aware of your surroundings, noticing the texture of the air. So noticing if the air feels cool and damp and heavy, or perhaps it's cool and light and dry. Noticing if there is a stickiness in the air. Noticing the movement of the air. Just becoming aware of the texture of the air. Mm -hmm. And then when you're ready, Blinking your eyes open and noticing the quality of the light. So you're not focusing on anything in particular. You're simply noticing the quality of the light. The quality of the light changes all the time. So what is it in this moment, on this day, to you? Good. And now, with your eyes still open, please triangulate. So for those of you who are new, triangulating means to become aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. And as you become aware of these three inanimate objects, what they are is not important. But noticing the distance between each object and you and then feeling that distance. So for example, if object A is the armchair, and the armchair is 10 feet to you. Noticing the distance of 10 feet from the armchair to you, and then feeling that distance, and then doing it again for objects B and C. And you'll find that as you do this, your sense of where you are in space starts to clarify come into focus, and be more present for you. Yeah. For those of you who are a little bit faster, whenever you've finished with triangulating, just bringing your attention to those lower ribs. Whatever that is for you. And as you bring your attention to those lower ribs, putting a hand on each side. Mm -hmm. Just breathing normally here for a moment. Good. Blinking your eyes closed whenever you've completed with triangulation. Keeping your hands on the lower ribs. Let's go ahead and take nice deep breath together. Inhaling, holding your breath for a count of four. And after your four count, releasing your breath at the speed and intensity that you prefer, holding your breath out for as long as you can. Whenever you finish that single long breath, bringing your attention into the heart space, 
the center of your chest and your nipple line, breathing normally. And as you're completing that one long breath, for those of you who are new, please know that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level. That I sometimes work in silence. So if you don't hear me, it's not that I've gone anywhere. It's just that sometimes I'm working at very high frequencies. It really depends on the mastermind, how fast they're going, the resonance of everybody in the group, etc. what frequency levels will work at. However, if the frequency level is very high, then if I make physical sound, it only drops the resonance, which doesn't help you. Okay, so just know that if you don't hear me, I'm still here working on you. I also do make sound, so you may hear me hum, yawn, exhale, shuffling. And that's just when I'm releasing stickier distortion patterns that can sometimes happen, not always, but it does. And if I say something that you really resonate with, it's likely a pattern that you're running. And if I say something that you really resist, it's also likely a pattern that you're running. So I encourage you to remain open, curious, and to examine further. Good. So now that the mastermind has gelled, keeping your attention in that heart space, in the center of the chest, in the nipple line, let's go ahead and ask ourselves the question, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And that question again is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source. And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, become aware of, or feel the space at the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this vast space, imagining or becoming aware of a brilliance at its very center, that starts to get brighter and more intense as you keep your attention on it. And as the brilliance gets even brighter still, it starts to expand outwards in all directions, through all of your cells, through your organs, through your bones, your muscles, eventually your flesh, and out through the pores of your skin, into the space between your physical body and your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Becoming very aware of the space, or the brilliance rather, within the sphere. Good. 
And now please become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, I'm working on you at spirit level or frequency level to pull your resonance even higher, irrespective of where it began. How high your frequency resonance is dictates everything from what your life looks like, how you perceive it, how much distortion you can clear, and how much acceleration you have on spirit level. This is one of the most important things that we do together. your attention right into the heart space, please. In the center of your chest and your nipple line and the front of your throat. Yeah, and as you're aware of each of these spaces, putting a hand on each spot could be helpful for you to keep your focus here. So I'm just going to give you um, I'm going to release some habituation, okay? So the level at which you can go depends on your frequency resonance. But this will give you more awareness of where you are attached, okay? Where you very much want something. You're not neutral about it. You'd be surprised what we're attached to, okay? Certain ideas about what should be done, what should be right, you know, um, all that sort of stuff with regards to should, we are very, very attached to. So this has to do with our rule sets, our expectations, just bringing some more space here between you and your attachments so that you can See what you're attached to, whether it's people, ideas, ways of viewing the world. What you believe to be truth. Good. Bring your attention to the center of that heart space and right into the middle of your solar plexus, which is between your belly button and your rib cage. Okay, so right in the middle. 
Mm-hmm. So a lot of our identity is built on our attachments to what we think is right or wrong or these expectations or these stories. So I'm starting to just release some of this attachment to identity of how you see yourself, how other people's, how other people perceive you. Okay, so all of this forms identity. So starting to release this just enough so that you can start to, or for some of you, uh, a little bit more than just normal. Okay, so you can just start to see what you're attached to. Good. Imagining that same brilliance from deep within starting to grow and expand out through this space. Good. Yep. So bring your attention just to the center of the heart space, please, in the center of your chest and your nipple line. releasing here is the first level in terms of your, um, depending on who you are, okay, you really, really hang on to what it is that you want. So you have a fixed idea of what it is, what it looks like, what you want to experience, etc. Some of you, it's, it's not as, you know you want something, but it's a little bit less defined. So when we have extraordinary definition of what it is that we want, it makes it, um, we own, we tend to fixate on that thing, only getting it that particular way, which then forecloses all these other opportunities that may look better actually than what it is we think we want. So we actually limit ourselves. So I'm just going to release this, um, having it show up in the form that we want, in the way that we want, when we want it, that type of thing. Okay, so this is the first layer. Or that we want a resolution in a specific way, a person, whatever it is. Just releasing this, first level of attachment to a very specific outcome. By releasing this, you start to open to other possibilities that often are higher, or not often, are just higher in resonance.
good. Excellent. Bring your attention, please, to the xiphoid process right at the base of the sternum. So right underneath your rib cage, in a straight line down towards your belly button by about three inches to seven centimeters. As you focus your attention on this line, I'm clearing out your and resetting your pain body. Your pain body has a memory of you before you did any of this work. And so if we don't clear it out, it tends to hold that memory of you and it makes it harder to integrate all the work you just did. So just clearing this out. Good. This brings us to the end of this group frequency calibration. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support. If you like an opportunity to ask me questions in real time, then subscribe to the Spherical Luminosity YouTube channel and click the reminder bell to be notified when I'm about to go on live. For the latest news about upcoming events and to be notified when sessions with me are released, subscribe to our newsletter. Join us and let's rise together.